Well, hello everyone. This is Nadia from Homeschools 101. Hope you guys are doing great. Hey, wanted to come on today and talk to you guys about how to get back on track when you've lost motivation. And I think if we're all honest, all of us have been there at some point. All of us reach a point in our homeschooling journey where we feel like we're doubting ourselves, questioning why we made that decision to homeschool. And so I just wanted to come on today and talk to you guys about how to stay on track, how to stay motivated, how to get back that zest, that feeling like, yes, this is what I want to do, because we all have reached a point where we're questioning and wondering if we even want to continue homeschooling. As many of you probably know, I have been homeschooling now for 14 years. My boys have never gone to regular brick and mortar school. I've been homeschooling them since they were born, since my older son was born 14 years ago. And I have to say that during that time, we have reached a point, I did reach a point at some point where I was lacking motivation and feeling like, why didn't I do this? Why did I choose to do this? Now, why did I, yeah, why did I choose to homeschool? And so I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. I want to talk to you guys about getting on track when you feel like you've totally lost motivation and feel like you want to give up and throw in the towel. First and foremost, I just want to encourage you guys, don't do it. Understand that we've all been there. We've all hit that wall sometimes. And so hang in there. Uh, listen to this podcast, and I guarantee you by the end of it, you're going to be feeling like, hey, I can do this. So uh, I think for me, like I said, um, you know, we all experience it sometimes. And I have to honestly say that now after 14 years, those times are far and far and in between. It's like it has to be a blue moon for it to be where I feel like, oh, my gosh, why did I do this? I never actually have that thought anymore about why did I choose to homeschool? I know my why, I know why when I'm doing this, I can look back now and be grateful that I stuck with it because I I can see the fruits of having homeschooled the boys all these years and it's a great and wonderful blessing. So first and foremost, I wanna encourage you guys, hang in there, listen to the podcast and I guarantee you by the end of the day, end of the podcast, you're gonna be feeling motivated to continue. Wanted to share with you guys a story about my lack of motivation that that kind of hit the wall when Daniel, my older one, was about seven years old. And at that time, I was struggling with juggling several things. I was running a business with my husband. I was, um, you know, taking care of a toddler who was two and a half, three years old at the time, my second born. And I was doing all the other things that we parents do and struggle with all day long when we are full-time parents along with everything else that we do. And so this one day we were homeschooling and Daniel was doing math. And for me, math has always been the thing that if I get worked up, it's going to be when we're doing math. And he was doing some math problems and he didn't get them correctly. And he came back to show them to me because I had assigned him the math problems, had worked with them. And he came back to me with the math problem. And I was, I guess that day I was stressed out and just at the end of my feeling at the end of my rope. And so I took his little paper and I actually looked at it and I said, what is this? You know, and I started hitting the paper with my pen sole that I had in my hand and I actually bore a hole in the, in the paper. The poor little guy, he was really shocked. I never actually reacted to his his work that way before but I realized that I had been 
stressed out and at the end of my rope and I hadn't been doing some of the things that I'm going to share with you guys uh, to make sure that I'm filling myself up. And so why am I sharing this with you guys? Why am I sharing this story with you guys? I'm sharing with you guys because I want you guys to recognize and realize that we all get there sometimes, especially when we're new on this journey of homeschooling, especially when, you know, it's something that we're just learning and we're just growing into. It all happens to us sometimes, but there are things that we can do, guys, that can ensure and make sure that we get to a place where we realize, hey, it's okay. This day might not have been the best. I feel unmotivated. I don't feel like I want to continue. But there are things that you can do to pull yourself back up and to ensure that you're going to be excited again about this, that you're going to recognize that this is one of the best things you can ever do. And I have to do a shameless plug and tell you guys that after 14 years, I can honestly say, I wouldn't be telling you this if it wasn't the truth. I wouldn't be telling you this uh, if it wasn't something that I know to be the honest truth that after 14 years, I'm so, so grateful and so happy that I made the choice to homeschool my boys. You know, the, the level of socialization, the level of maturity, the level of the high caliber in their moral makeup, their capacity just to be themselves and who they were created to be, their capacity to be able to be, you know, empathetic and sympathetic to other people, their ability to be kind and generous and loving, all are products of us homeschooling all these years. So stick with it, guys. And without further ado, here are my five tips and advice for making sure you get back up again when you're feeling unmotivated. The first thing, and it actually, it, it, it's a... Uh, acronym still, S-T-I-L-L. So we'll start with the S. Stop comparing yourself to others. I think too often we're thinking that everyone else is doing a wonderful job. Everyone is having a fairy tale story at homeschooling. And we think because we're isolated within our own little world that we're the only ones that are struggling sometimes. That's the first thing I want you to do. Stop comparing yourself. Stop stop telling yourself that you're the only one that's having such a hard time. We all struggle sometimes, as, as I said before, especially when we're new to this journey, especially when we're just a couple years in. But I guarantee you after a few years, it's going to melt and it's going to flow and you're going to be so happy that you stuck with it. So that's the first tidbit, guys. S, stop comparing yourself. The second thing is the T and still tell yourself that you've got this. It sounds, might sound very simple, might sound very simple, but you know, you might not realize how your words have power. And Joel Osteen says and reminds us that your, our words become your reality. So if we're continuously saying to ourselves, oh gosh, I'm such a bad homeschooling mommy, I'm doing such a bad job or I can't do this, Uh, there's no way I can continue this, then guess what? That becomes your reality. And so I want to remind you guys of this very important thing, and it's to stop giving yourself that negative self-talk, that negative self-talk that tells you that you're not good enough, that you can't do this. And I want you to tell yourself from now on, when those thoughts come up, just tell yourself all through the day, 
I've got this. I've got this because the truth is you've got this. You were born. If you're a parent, you were born. If you're a parent, a loving parent. And if, of course, we have our isolated, you know, <laughs> isolated cases where parents just are not good people, but we find that in all facets of our lives, the truth is you were born to do this. So go through your day telling yourself, I've got this because the truth is you've got this. So the T again, tell yourself that you've got this because truth is our negative self-talk creates a reality. And as Joel Osteen says, your words become your reality. The third thing that I want you guys to do is to just ignore Go ahead and ignore some of the regular chaos of the day sometimes. Like if you're going through your day and, you know, you've started the day and thing, the, the kitchen sink is full with, with dishes and, you know, feels like everything's not going quite right. Just go ahead and give yourself permission to say, I'm going to ignore that stuff for the day today because I'm not having a good day. And I'm going to motivate myself into just concentrating on getting my homeschool stuff done and the dishes can, you know, be done later. The toys can be picked up later. Just get into the habit of ignoring some of the normal things that would would kind of get us kind of off our, you know, get us off of our place of feeling peaceful and realizing that some of those things are going to be just fine if they just sit there. Kitchen sink full, that can be done later. Toys, that can be done later. And especially if you have implemented, like I've suggested many times in my other podcasts, to have a regular day that you actually choose as your cleanup day. For me, it's Friday. Most of you know. So Friday is a day where I just clean up. Nothing else. No homeschool. Not much of anything else. Just cleaning. I do work because I need to work. But the rest of the hours are spent cleaning the house so that during the week, I'm not stressed out trying to clean the house and keep it tidy. The, the, the fourth thing is let it all go sometimes. And this is kind of like the, the third one, just ignore it. Let it all go sometimes. And what, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, if, for example, today I decided, you know, I was laying in bed before I got up at 4.30 this morning. And that's not always the case. I don't always get up 4.30 in the morning, guys. But uh, some days, you know, I just, I'm awake, fully awake. And I decide, hey, let's start today. I try to start at about 5, but this morning was about 4.30. And I just had this thought, you know, why don't we just do art time and card playing today? Because the boys had been asking me to, let's do art time together. They wanted to draw lions. I'm reading this book called Lioness Arising by Lisa Bevere and the kiddos were excited about lions. They had to show them pictures of lions and they said, let's draw lions. And I had been putting it off and putting it off. And also David late last night had asked, hey, mommy, let's just play a round of garbage. And I'd been so tired. It was like 10 o'clock. I was trying to get into bed and I told him no. But something in my spirit felt really badly about that. So as I laid there this morning at 4.30 this morning, I thought, hey, you know what? We can just let it all go today. You know, we'll get caught up with school. On Wednesday and today, Tuesday, we're just going to have fun time today, drawing, doing some drawings of lions, which is art time and counts as, you know, part of your school day if you want to. And we did some card games and you can do something like concentration if you want to kind of stay within it, something educational. And that works for something educational. So that's what we did today. Nothing else on the 
on the schedule besides painting lions and drawing lions and doing card games. And we did that for about an hour and a half, two hours, and we called it a day for the homeschooling. So that's that's the the fourth letter of the of the piece. Let it all go. Fifth and final is lay out a plan. If you've gotten to a point where you're feeling frustrated, I guarantee you probably a big part of it is that you have not, just like I didn't, I struggled in the beginning to find a routine and a schedule, but I found out that as soon as I found myself with a routine and with a schedule, things felt better. And I, I didn't get that stress anymore of feeling like I couldn't get the day all under control. And that helped me to stay motivated. So that's my, 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 my last piece, guys. Lay out a plan. If you haven't listened to my schedule, schedule, schedule podcast, go back and listen to that because I talk a lot about the importance of scheduling and just having a routine. And I think that's the ceiling piece is if you can have a schedule, have a, a plan laid out, your days run better and you stay more motivated because you have something to look forward to. And you know what you're looking forward to. You know what your day looks like. And so that would be my last piece. So let's just go over them real quickly before I jump off. Uh, to stay still would be my acronym for you to get back on track and stay motivated when you've lost your motivation. So S, stop complaining. Um, I'm sorry, stop comparing. Stop comparing yourself to other folks. We all go through it. Don't think you're you're the only one that's having a hard time sometimes. T, tell yourself that you've got this. Our words become a reality. So tell yourself that you've got this. I sometimes just ignore all the other household duties that you have. You're going to get to them at some point. L, let it all go sometimes. Have a day like I had today and just have art. Just have forget about math and English and all that good stuff. You can catch up the next day. Just have a day where you can just let it all go. Because if you are stressed out and all over the place, if you don't just let it go, sometimes it won't be a very successful homeschooling day anyway. And last but not least, lay out a plan. Get a schedule going. Get a routine going. And as I said, if you have not already listened to my schedule, schedule, schedule podcast, go ahead and do that. They're on the, the list of history list. So I hope that was helpful, guys. I really just wanted to, again, as normal, come on and motivate you guys. Remember that a big piece of this journey is remembering that part of the thing that connects us all is our our shared struggle and challenge that we have sometimes as parents and homeschoolers juggling all that we do, but it's worth it. You guys can do this. You've got this. If I've been able to do this for 14 years and smile and tell you guys that it's a great thing, believe me, you've got this too. So without further ado, I just wanted to wish you guys a great rest of your week. Remember that you've got this. We'll talk again in the next, next podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.